if you are seeking to sustain a change in your life, if you are desperate to be a change maker who weaves her or his destiny, who owns the future, then you need to find the others. Hey, it's Lucas Scrobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. This week on Weaver and Loom, we have been talking about change, all about change, and we are at the end of this five-part series on change. We have talked about should you change or is that betraying yourself? We've talked about how societies change and what happens when people are resistant to change in that society and as you as a change maker, how do you deal when you face resistance? We've talked about what you should do when you've gone through this life-altering experience, but your friends haven't, your family hasn't, how do you relate when your world seems to be so far apart? Yesterday, we talked about when we move away from that physical location where we've had been experienced so much transformation, and we move back into our familiar space of our home or that original network of, of social ties and relationships that we've changed so much out of, how do we prevent ourselves from falling back in? And yesterday, I told you that I was going to tell you one of the greatest ways to inoculate ourselves from falling back into those old patterns. And that is this, you have to find the others. You have to find the others. And I alluded to this at the end of the last episode and even alluded to it in episode 70, where we talked about how if if you show me your friends, I will show you your future, which is the people that we surround ourselves with, we begin to think on the same wavelength as them, and we go on to live and to act in similar ways and achieve similar things. So it's the environment that you surround yourself with that dictates the thoughts that are in the air, the wavelengths that are around us. And those thoughts, as Lao Tzu said, watch your thoughts because your thoughts become your actions, your actions become your behaviors, your behaviors become your habits, and your habits become your destiny. And we've talked about also previously about the Trojan horses, those thoughts that are seeking to get into our mind that are not your thoughts originally, but we bring them in and we take them in as our own. And it turns out to be viruses that take over our entire mindset, our entire lives, such as rejection. I'm rejected. No one likes me. Such as you're a failure, you're a disappointment. Just the other day, I was I was talking to someone and their their great idea was to say, you're just you're just such a disappointment. I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? Actually, and I could hear because I've worked so hard to recognize my thoughts and the the voices outside of myself and the source of where they're coming from. I could recognize them like, yep, that is definitely not my thought. And I can recognize that voice. And it, if I brought that in, it would lead to a deep, dark hole. We have to watch those thoughts that are coming in. And one of the best ways, the greatest ways we can do that is by watching the relationships around us and being 
and finding the others that are going in the same direction, that are on the same vector, the same trajectory that you and I are on. And so the first time I'm going to tell you this story, and it comes from a book by Seth Godin. If you don't know who Seth Godin is, I would highly recommend you check him out and his podcast. And the book is called What to Do When It's Your Turn. And in parentheses, it says, and it's always your turn. Um, A great book. I love this book. But in this book, there's a a story, and I'm actually going to read it to you. It is like four sentences long. But this is where I originally got this idea, which is in order to sustain change, in order to be a change maker, to make that difference, you have to find the others, or at least finding the others will be a great indicator of probability of success in your life to achieve your goals. So here it is. It's a picture of 29 physicists. If you're looking online on YouTube right now, you'd see a picture of 29 physicists. And the title is, What Happened at Solvay? In 1927, the Solvay Congress in Brussels assembled 29 physicists. The photo captures... All the all-star lineup titans, including Heinsberg, Einstein, Curie, and Bohor. 17 people in this photo won the Nobel Prize in physics. 29 people, 17 of those 29 won the Nobel Prize in physics. That's incredible. But here's the real kicker. The extraordinary thing. Many of these people won the Nobel Prize after the conference was held. They didn't get invited because they had won the Nobel Prize. They won the Nobel Prize because they got invited. People like us do things like this. You must find the others. You must build community. If you do not have the community and those people around you, that are tracking in the same direction as you, that are achieving the things that you want to achieve, then you have to go out and find the others. You need to surround yourself with those physicists. physicists, Because these guys, they didn't win the Nobel Peace Prize and then get invited to the conference They got invited to the conference and it was the mindset, the way of thinking, the relationship, the bouncing ideas back and forth off one another, the the learning the same modes and disciplines of thought, sharing their work together, sharing their life together. That is what enabled and caused so many of these people to be able to win the, the Nobel Prize for Physics. So today for you, how does this apply to our life? How do we sustain change? How do we have change in our life? How do we change society? How do we relate when we're back in our home and no one else has changed, but we have? Well, we have to break out of those circles and find other people to find the people like us, to find the people who are going in the direction that we're going, even if it's one or two or three. It doesn't have to be the masses, but we're looking for the smallest viable audience. We're looking for the the small few number of people that are going in that same direction that we can join up with so that we are in a culture 
We are in an ecosystem of thought that actually empowers us to be change makers, to do work that matters, to do work that's important, to step up and weave our destinies, to step up and stand up and make a difference in the world around us. Not necessarily the whole world, but what if we could change and shift by one degree the world around us? What would happen in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years if we're able to touch one or two lives and make that difference that you are seeking to make? Thank you for listening to this week's episode, today's episode, and this entire week on change, on being change makers and how we change. It's been a pleasure to be here, to be able to answer your questions. Please keep asking me questions. I love hearing them and I love thinking through them and answering them right here on Weaver and Loon Own the Future. Also, if you are looking for the others, if you are searching, trying to find the others, share this episode with one or two other people that you're saying, hey, come on, let's run and let's do this together. Let's make a difference together. Let's be a change maker together. So please share this with one person today. And that's all for today. I'll see you next week where we are beginning to talk about some impossible stories, how it was impossible until it wasn't. And we're going to be telling some really amazing, inspiring stories next week. So stay tuned for that right here on Weaver and Loom, where destiny is woven. <laughs>